Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. Happy Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Huzzah! There you go. Kevin, where does huzzah come from? I don't even know. It's funny because, like, you mentioned it the other, like, a couple weeks ago, months ago, and you're like, oh, that's your tag. And I never realized I used it so much. I have no idea where I got it from. That's amazing. Um, I love it. I don't know. Literally, every email I get from Kevin, whether it's good news or bad news, (laughs) always ends with a huzzah and an exclamation point. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, sterile. It just does the job. (laughs) It's It's like, huzzah! It's so Camelot of you. I, I was thinking like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. But oh, you're I don't so even, smart. I don't even know if they even use that phrase in that. Now, hey, you know what, though? You what? Know I want to give a huzzah out to? Can I get? I won't do a shout out. I'll do a huzzah out. <laughs> huzzah out. Your huzzout. grandfather-in-law, Ron, created. Oh. For, I think I hope our listeners have seen this. If you Please. haven't, go check out our Twitter because it's on our background. It's also on our Facebook. Ron, tell them what Ron did. You're Ron amazing. Crawford is is my wife's grandfather, and he is an artist among many other things. He's an actor. He was in the uh, of Mice and Men years, you know, like twenty years ago in that that Broadway production with Gary yeah. Sinise. That's when he came to New York. Actually, he his he retired to become an actor. So he he, he and if, his wife. If you Google Ron and yeah. you look at an image of him, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I he know He looks that guy. like Mark Twain. Yeah. He um, also, he's an avid listener of our podcast. He, Thanks, um, Ron. He was in France for a long time in, in this Arthur and the Invisibles, this movie that uh, Luc Besson, he made. Yes. This, a three, he, that was like one, that was a big thing he did. Um, anyway, he's this, he always has a pad and paper. He's always drawing. He's He's a phenomenal artist. In fact, little side note, um, I got my equity card in 2002 doing Oklahoma, and Ron was cast with me. He played uh, Ado Annie's dad, I think, or he was like one of the guys in it, the old guy in it with a, I'll fill your some full so book shot, you know. Rah, rah, rah. Uh, and he, that was a great line, great line of reading, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> and we lived in the same house, and we would like hang out on the porch together and listen to Moonlight in Vermont, and uh, we were like pals and then i came to new york he and his wife sydney took me under their wing and then 10 years later i met his granddaughter and fell in love what a small Un- world without without any connection to the other two yeah so i've had his drawings he drew me in 2002 as a gift for the cast he drew little like he did for us caricatures oh. of everybody and so i have his artwork on my wall 
uh, even be you know all during the time that I didn't know him you know you know because we met back yeah. up again ten yeah. years later. Ron, I, he's an incredible artist, and so captured what, everybody. So what, yeah, what Ron did for us, look at the poster. Is Ron took our first forty-two guests that we've had in our one-year anniversary, yep. and did a little sketch of them. They are so good, and oh. our guests were over the moon. I can't tell you. I have to ask you. They emailed me and were like, how do I get a copy of it? I want to blow it up into a poster. I oh. want to frame it. So maybe we should start selling those yeah. things. Well, Ron, yeah. Ron is going to make posters, he's mugs, a, and T-shirts. He's got a great website, rondraw.com, R-O-N-D-R-A-W.com. He's got tons of prints. Um, uh, just really awesome stuff. You get a lot of his uh, pencil drawings, but then he's also got a lot of color drawings. And he's a real talent. And I, I thought it was really cool that we could um, tap into that and have him do those caricatures of everybody. Somebody he nailed it. Uh, Rick McKay, who yeah. was our guest, said uh, Ron is the new Hirschfeld. I, I would say so. Which I'm like, I agree. So oh. if anyone's looking for somebody to join, you know, That's Squigs right. and Ken Fallon and all of them call up Ron because yeah. Ron's pretty awesome. And he's been doing it for decades. I mean, he he used to work for a theater in Chicago back in the day and he would do sketches of like Eliza uh, Minnelli, uh, Frank Sinatra. He's got a signed picture. He, yeah. he gave Frank his, but Liza didn't like her picture for some reason. He'll he'll tell the story someday. Well, maybe we'll have him on to talk about that. That would be stuff. great. Oh my God, but, how um, amazing. Yeah, but I so, love that it turned out so well. Yes, it's it's brilliant and I'm going to blow it up and put it on the living room wall right yes. here. Where I have no artwork in this house. I feel so bad. I, no, every- you do. No, everybody, Ron, Rob has a clock on his wall. Now, I feel like we should take a picture and post this because what he has is he's got 12 <laughs> playbills, all right? And the playbills, and he's got a clock that's freestanding in the center, and then the clock points to the playbill as Kevin to what time it is. Kevin is doing a full-on Al Roker no, weatherman. The top, he's literally I'm not, standing up I'm and pointing. pointing. 12th night. There's the Lincoln Center 12th night. Get it? 12. There's Act 1. Two Shakespearean actors. Three hotels. Four baboons <laughs> adoring the sun. Five guys named Mo. Six years of separation. Mornings at 7. Dinner at 8. 9. The musical. 10 unknowns. And then... Biloxi Blues, but there's an XI in that, so which is smart. brilliant because that's there 11. There's no, no 11. There is no play or musical that has the number 11 in the title. None we, whatsoever, Cole I House. checked with everybody. Wow. I went to Trident Gallery and I said anything. They said no. So if anyone knows of a play or a musical that was on Broadway or off Broadway that has the number 11 in it, let me know because right now I have Bloxy Blues with an XI. I must say that's pretty original. That, that That's very oh, shucks, smart. Kevin, shucks. Stop yeah. it. So I'd say that's artistic. I think that's pretty cool art. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of artistic, yeah. what's your favorite thing hey, this hey. week? Okay, I went easy this week because uh, I went after something that is my easy favorite. Easy to be hard. <laughs> It's my Thank it's you. my favorite one of my favorite musicals, and I've already done another musical that this woman wrote that we've talked about before. You probably already know. This was a musical that was on the Broadway about twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. It was it transferred uh, from the public theater. I, now, a quick side shout out to the public theater for all of the art that they've created the last forty years. Oh, you know, God, yes. starting with Joseph Papp and all of that. But he, you know, they gave us like a chorus line, and they developed musicals, Hamilton, and you know Hair, what they do fun there. Home. God, oh, I mean, so this was a musical that was developed there and was at you know the public, and then they moved it uptown. It did not do well on the Broadway, although it did have. You could tell that it was a, a labor of love. I think the producers that produced it probably put their money in knowing that it most likely wasn't going to be a big old hit um 
but to me, it, it, it forwarded the progression of what musical theater can do in that this score, it's Carolina Change. Um, oh, nice. So Carolina Change uh, is by Janine Tesori. And Tony Kushner of Angels in America, of course. This is, I think, probably his first musical that he wrote. And I think they'd been developing it for a good 10 years. I read somewhere that they started in the early 90s on this. It's it's an autobiographical type piece of Tony Kushner's upbringing in uh, the 60s in Louisiana, Lake George, Louisiana. And how he grew up with uh, a black maid and the the struggles uh, this musical is the struggles of individual people in this musical dealing with change and what they do with that. And the central character, Caroline, who is the maid, uh, resists change. In fact, cannot change. It, it is, it is, she is not able to move with the times. Um, and it is her kind of struggle with that since everyone else is sort of seemingly doing it um, pretty effectively, uh, accepting change. Um, and so uh, I just think this musical is genius. It's it's sung through, it's through composed piece. It has elements of, of gospel, Motown, musical theater, contemporary musical theater, Kletzmer, Jewish music. I mean, it, it runs the gamut because you've got all these different family members uh, in this household, and, and the music represents each one of them. Um, I... I was completely rocked by it when I saw it 10 years ago. I continue to love it. Did you see it at the public first? I saw it at the public with Tanya Pinkins. Um, Chandra Wilson was in it. And Chandra Wilson, you may know, uh, friends, as um, the doctor, what's her name from Grey's Anatomy? The sassy, short black one. Oh, I don't know. She's been like in every single episode of Grey's Anatomy. Is that show still on? I don't know. Is that show still on, you guys? I don't know. I don't think so, but um, but yeah, she, she I forget her name, the doctor in that. Anyway, she, but this cast uh, was was stunning, and it, to me, it's like almost an opera, even though it's you know not lofty, high singing. But it's Tanya Pinkins' character like had to basically slit her wrists on stage. I mean, metaphorically. I mean, her throat certainly sounded like it as you went to the run, and a lot of people didn't like that about Tanya Pinkins because her it was a little throaty, but to me, I just heard more rawness and more vulnerability in her character. I saw it at public, and then I saw it when I was on tour. I was doing Les Mis, and I saw it at the Amundsen, and I oh. saw it there. And again, uh, Chuck Cooper, whom we're going to be speaking to yes. in a couple weeks, um, he, uh, he was in it, um, and it was... I I I was left dumbfounded. I still am. I still listen to it all the time. My ears are never tired of listening to the score and hearing uh, the complexities of it. You know, this is the woman that brought us Fun Home and you know, do early you think, modern really. Do you think it'll come back at some point? I really hope so. If it does, it'll be a completely different production. Um, it'll be. I think it'll be something that when it comes back, we'll all say, "Oh my gosh." This Cynth- exists. We didn't know this was here. You know, Cynthia Revo at the Chocolate oh, Factory. Can you imagine. And then it'll come Some here. Some scale down version. I, please, I'll I'll do it. I'll 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 sit in the front row and just sob <laughs> cry, my way through it. Cry and cry. Yeah. Uh, so Caroline, and it was uh, unfortunately, um, well, uh, Nikanani Rose won the Tony Award that year, I playing the daughter in it. Love her so much. It was fantastic that she got recognized for that. You know, I wish Tanya had had you know taken it. Now, the, what's the movie? There's a documentary about yeah show music or show people show people show people where the documentary that covers Avenue Q Wicked Carolina Change and Taboo (laughs) it was that four it was four of those yeah Taboo was that what it's called Show People Show Business The Road to Broadway you always do this Rob you always do this no you know it's so funny I don't know is it it's Show People no I was literally having a conversation with somebody last night yeah about it show show I'm gonna say Show People. 
I think it's show people. Our listeners, our listeners are either like, "Yes, Kevin, Rob, don't question Kevin," <laughs> or they're shouting out the the correct answer to us right now. Thank you, friends, for thank listening you, friends. and talking back. Thank yeah, thank oh, you for God. talking. <laughs> Please, I talk back to podcasts all the time. Oh my goodness, Adnan, uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> oh well, oh yeah, that's great. Well, so. Uh, yeah, so I what I would really like in my heart of hearts is to have another musical that uh, Kushner and Tesori write. Uh, and I heard, I read somewhere that they really enjoyed the writing process together. Um, I would like to, I, I'm I'm always excited to see what she's going to write next. Oh, that's so wonderful. She's yeah. brilliant, isn't she? I think she's absolutely brilliant. Go ahead. So, Caroline or Change, if you've never listened to the score, please do. It, it, the first 15 minutes is a tour de force just in itself. Caroline is in the basement. She's um, doing the laundry. Um, of this and it's hot as hell and each of the appliances she has a relationship with you know just metaphorically but they 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 sing they're they are personified by an actor standing above them and so you get the sort of the relationship she has to these things that she deals with all day long and what it means for her and everything and it's just it's just so well done and then um you know, of course that you have anika nani rose sings i hate the bus that's a really great song in the second act um, but I, I'm, I think the, the music is very smart and it's just worth a listen. If you've never listened to it, just it's, a, it's sung through. So you get the, it's like a book on tape <laughs> and watch, like, you know, it's a story. You get to listen to the whole thing and watch that Tony performance. Dear God, flat, flat. Now her voice, I'm warning you. That's, that was my Tanya. Uh, but she's, she's. Her vocals, her voice is tired. I mean, it was it was rough on her voice. I I don't know how much of it was. I would love to know in the room how much of it was a character choice and how much of it was just flat sure. out. She was tired. But when I saw it in London two years after she'd started it, it was still. I mean, she was, but she got through it. But it uh, was tough on her. I'm I known. think I think it's so. It comes from a place though that is incredible. Deep. You Deep. know. Yeah, because there's a. This sounds so horrible. There's so many people that go. I don't want to hurt my voice. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I understand that. But my God, she is brilliant in that. And that that Lot's wife, that set, that eleven o'clock number. Yeah. You know, they had done boy, I, uh, seventeen different versions of that. I mean, for those of you who write a musical, you know that it takes a really long time. It took Lin Manuel a year to write the opening number of Hamilton. You know, it, it. You do go through all these drafts. But I was really amazed to know that seventeen drafts of that song it took in order to finally find the right fit and uh i don't know and god bless him for doing that because some people don't even do that right first right? draft done <laughs> elton john's like writing aida and he's like faxing it he's like ah, that's fine <laughs> it's make fine. it work it's fine, fine. <laughs> just arrange it sing crocodile rock <laughs> <laughs> actually crocodile rock would work in aida wouldn't it wouldn't there be crocodiles in the nile <laughs> sure okay great charm song thanks for <laughs> thanks for supporting my vision <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um Carolina Change, check it out. Carolina or Change. And yeah. after you look at Carolina Change, take a look at my favorite oh. thing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing 
The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Which is a full show in its entirety on YouTube. That what? I did not know until three days ago was on YouTube. I didn't even know it had been recorded. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm really excited. I'm going to take you back to around 1977. Ooh. Ooh. Sweeney Todd. No, but I love Sweeney Todd. Right? Um, That's just what I think of when you say 1977. Although these people okay. who wrote this show did not work with Sondheim. They were big fans of his, and he was a big fan of them. Oh, riddle me this. That's good. Is that right? Yeah, that's, I, I like think that's that. a fair statement. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, so Ooh. it is a show with only two people singing all of their own material. It's not like I'm getting my act on the road and... No, no. God, no. Okay. No, well, no, I'm no. like, really? It was like, no, sometimes no. like, dear Gretchen Carr, I love your work. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I just can't picture that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he does, but uh, what about uh, d- 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 um, the one that Marvin Hamlish and nope. about them? Oh, you already did that. No, nope. favorite. This thing. is, are you ready? Yes, bring it. A party with Betty Comden oh! and Adolph Green. Wait, they recorded it? Yes. It's on its entirety no on YouTube. Yes. I just found this. Holy okay, so for shit. our listeners, I, I want to go to that party. I want to go want, right now. This I'm I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Okay, so just so our listeners know, Betty Comden and Adolph Green. We all know them, right? Lyricists, librettists. They genius. wrote everything, I feel like. Everything. Yeah. Let's go through the list really quickly yeah, of some of their it. big hits. Okay. They include yeah. Wonderful Town. Yeah. Bells are ringing. Mm-hmm. Dore me. Mm-hmm. What else am I forgetting? Everything with Julie Stein, I on feel like. On the town. Yeah. Uh, Hallelujah, baby. Uh-huh. Applause. Uh-huh. On the 20th century. Uh-huh. I'm going to take a moment. Will Rogers follows. <laughs> like, the list goes on and on. And, of course, the screenplay to what everyone Amazing. considers to be the greatest movie musical of all time. Singing Sing in the Rain. The rain yeah. Right? It's that. Totally. So. And they were, they, now, and to clarify, some people think they were married. They were just partners, songwriting just partners. partners. Like, just fr- partners. Like Candor and Ebb. He was married to Phyllis Newman. That's right. And I forget who she was married to, mm-hmm. but they were, they were, they had their own, their own respect. That's right. And of course, Phyllis Newman, Adolph Green, gave us the wonderful Amanda, Amanda Green, Green. Yeah. Who did such things as High, High Fidelity, Fidelity, which we've talked yes. about a lot and Bring It On, which we yeah. love. And, and Hands, Hands on, on a Hard, hard Body. body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's another good, that should be one of our favorite things at some point. Yeah, I agree. So, Comden and Green. Got started doing these things, which they don't do anymore, and I wish they would, which is these club acts. Yes. Where they would go and do reviews and sketches and clubs of their own material. An old review, like an old school review. And that's how know? they got started. And they yeah. and they wrote a part for themselves and on the town, yeah. which I think is so and they were cool. In. They were in that on they Broadway. Were, yes, they were in it on Broadway. They yeah. wrote it. Not only did they write the show, they put themselves in the show, which yeah. is great. In 1958 or so, they did uh, a little review of their music. Uh, they had worked on at that point some of their club work, some of their big hits. They put them together in a review. There's a couple of clips of that on YouTube. They're very young, exuberant, Oh, because they were the reviewers uh, with uh, Judy Holiday was yes. a part of that same group Judy there, was Holiday, a, there was, was a core of them that were all like they would write each other's stuff talk about making opportunities for yourselves kids if you know? opportunity isn't knocking build the door exactly man thank you that's the title of my book i like that if opportunity isn't knocking build the door it's like right you read that after you read the artist's way we don't read then... the artist's way <laughs> we don't read that we've okay. talked about that 
Um, Don't get me on a tangent. But, oh my god! So, so anyway, yeah. So, so they they did a little review in the fifties. You and said. it was it was fun. And then obviously after the fifties, they t- they did even more yeah. shows. And so they came back for a revival. Fade out, fade in. Yeah. Oh oh yeah. Sorry. No, I was just of course. Yeah. Um, and it's the two of them now in their fifties. What I think is so cute, it's just them on stage with a piano and two stools. She's wearing a powder blue dress, mm. and he's wearing a powder blue tie to match. Oh. And then in Act 2, there's a costume change. She puts on like a red pantsuit, and he wears a red tie. <laughs> so they're unified a little bit. What I love is you – the okay, they're not the best singers. Right. Just They're not the best singers. They are having so much fun – putting over their work yeah. and i mean like i i mean let's let be let's be honest when you see somebody like steven sondheim perform one of his songs he sits at the piano he's not a performer right right you see it with jerry herman they sit at the piano they're not really a performer these two people are jumping around all over the stage and there are so many great songs in here that i was like i had never heard of some of these before oh really that i think are so well funny one of them that i was just in love with was called uh inspiration which was behind every man there's a, a great a great woman behind him nice uh which is hysterical there's also oh my god where is it i'm looking for it. it's gonna drive me crazy it was where was catch our act at the met huh do you know this one? I feel like I've heard of it. So for Catch Our Act at the Met, apparently there was a season at the Metropolitan Opera where people were getting – they were putting some movie stars in mm. to some of the operas or they were putting in people who really weren't opera singers. Right. So they come on and they do a total parody of what happens when opera gets dumbed down. <laughs> and one, it's hysterical. That's good. Two, the whole audience is laughing. But I'm thinking what audience today would get that? Oh, it's such a literate audience. It's such a literate right. time. It, it crossed culture. I mean, like it was like the opera people knew up the in jokes, and the musical theater people knew the opera jokes. And I don't think we have that today. No, 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 no. no. We re- we really don't. There's the French lesson. You ever heard the French lesson? Uh-uh. Oh, it's so good. And my favorite song at the beginning, yeah, uh, called "I Said Good Morning." Okay. I said good morning to the cows. Good morning to the chickens. Good morning to the roosters and the hens. Ba 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 ba. And then it was time to say good night. So I said goodnight to the chickens, goodnight to the roosters. It's so cute and it's adorable. Uh, uh, they look like your two, they look like your grandparents. They uh-huh. just look like your grandparents coming in. Oh, he does. Adolph Green mm-hmm. does Captain Hook's Waltz. Wait. <laughs> they wrote Captain Hook's Waltz. Right, of course. And they wrote Neverland. Right. The, and they wrote, oh my God, I can't. I just I need to lay down. You're so- <laughs> I didn't uh, know that they it, well, so I remember that it, it that's an alarm. I don't know if our, if our people can hear it. The reason the alarm is going off, it means the police are coming to give me my medication. Because <laughs> every, every time I talk about um, Comden and Green, I need a moment to lay down. So, yes, I just stumbled upon this one night in a YouTube haze. Wow. And it's wonderful because, like I said, it does two things. One, it introduces you to two brilliant performers who understood how to put over a musical number, which I think is an art form within itself. But it also really gives us a celebration of all of the versatile work that they created over the years. Because we haven't... I don't think they get the credit they deserve. Actually, you're right. They did... We've had so much. Yep. And yes, we know them, but there's never been like a dance-in or like a Jerome Robbins Broadway. Now think or... about it. How many Sondheim reviews have there been? Right? Right. This is all the music 
Stephen Sondheim wrote on a Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all the scene change music from Pacific Overtures. <laughs> Roundabout presents. He's like. Roundabout presents the mu- curtain call music of Stephen Sondheim. A disc of curtain call music. <laughs> Please join us when Norm oh, Lewis God. and Barbara Cook <laughs> sing songs Sondheim wrote three measures for and then stopped. And threw it out. And then threw it You're out. You're right. No, we Directed don't have, by Eric like, Schaefer at we, the signature. <laughs> we don't have a, 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 a Betty Comrade Adolph Green uh, no, review, I want to re- say. We really don't. And I'm I'm surprised nobody has done that yet because when you look at... Or retrospective. Yeah. You know? And I think this is a really good... I think the Comden and Green party is a great... And it played on Broadway, right? It was played on Broadway yeah. for a little bit, and they were still doing it apparently for a very, very long oh, yeah. time afterwards. They would go around the country. Like Jerry Herman would do in the eighties. I feel like he used to do that. Well, a lot. Jerry Herman used to do that yeah. in the eighties, but like we said, Jerry Herman—it's pretty much he sits at a piano, yeah. and he tells anecdotes and songs. Julie Stein did the same thing, and there's nothing wrong with it. But these are two people. Their curtain call is amazing. I, I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to give it away. <laughs> they go off stage. Mm-hmm. Exit stage right, stage left. They literally run from the wings and jump down to center and bow. And I'm like, these are two people who love being on stage. They offer wonderful insights into the writing process of what they created. But it also makes you go, God damn it, they were funny. Yeah. And heartbreaking. Think of the jokes in 100 Easy Ways to Lose a Man. And then think of some other time. Yeah. Think of... um, uh, 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 what the hell is it? Well, um, if if you did, oh, if you been on the square and you treated me fair. Oh, she does that in this. Oh, brilliant! Um, From two on the aisle. Yeah. yeah, and she's a little slow. The tempo for her is a little slower, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with because it really makes you appreciate. God, the lyrics. Damn, these lyrics are brilliant. Wow. Oh man, that uh, and 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 they really you can tell had a love of theater that they truly worshipped that little that art form that they helped create. Um, and they stayed with it. I mean, think of how they also evolved with the times from Two on the Isle, which was basically an old school review yeah. musical starring Burt Lahr and, you know, Dolores Gray, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 then all the way through times to, you know, like Will Rogers Follies in the 90s. And I mean, like they they stayed, you know, current in, oh, their, in their way. And performing, you know, and working and yeah. always having ideas. I think it's wonderful. So anyway, mine this it's very quick. It is fun. It's called A Party with Betty Comden and Adolph Green. It's on YouTube. Just watch it and get some fun audition material or get some new songs into your cabaret act because they are in there and they are genius. Brilliant. So I'm so happy. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah. I need a washcloth to lay down. <laughs> you, were, you were so excited about I it. I need to lay it. down. All right, my friends. Oh, till next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. I dream the dream of days to come where sponsorship is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. (laughs) I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh, my gosh. The original cast recording of Angel. That, like, nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please head over to patreon.com. What? That's P-A-T. 
R E O N dot com. Pat like Rion. <laughs> I feel oh, Pat Rion. Yeah, Pat, Pat Rion. Rion. Pat Rion. Yeah, once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect you to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind the scenes videos, Ooh. shout outs on future episodes, mm. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because <laughs> I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. <laughs> so head over, friends, to P A T R E O N dot com to help us out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.